All right. Hey, man. Another episode, season two, episode six. And I'm excited. I'm excited kind of to talk a little bit about today. I got actually feel sitting here all up in my lap. Can't get close enough. So if you hear some thumping, it's her tail on the back wall. <laughs> um, gorgeous day. We had a snowstorm last couple of days. I had some friends over, good friends um, dropped in. And uh, just want to record, get this thing hung. But um, I'm returning, returning from a trip. So like 14-hour drive to Texas and then 14-hour drive back home from Texas on a um, on a cool hunting hunting trip and you know it it was a great it was a great trip you know and then I caught myself though I had built certain expectations up on what it was going to be and it didn't didn't meet those expectations in a few ways and so I was like oh man I was I started to drive home and I was thinking about it you know I'm tired super tired but um really it was a great trip man hung out with some super cool people uh helped them get on animals and become successful and just worked really really hard you know selfishly I didn't I didn't get the the personal hunting time that I wanted and, you know, so that's a little disappointing. And I would have loved to stay. I wanted to stay another day and just hunt. But I got back home. Yeah, but on the, on the ride home, I was thinking about, hey, okay, cool. Like, let's sort this out. Like, why are you why are you grumpy? You've got nothing to be grumpy about. You are hanging out with good friends. You're doing what you love. And it was ridiculously successful. Forging relationships and... You know, we had a great hunt, and oh, just because one thing, you didn't get one thing, and I'm not even going to belittle that one thing, because uh, I think it's important, you know, and, you know, it, it was like a one self-serving or selfish thing, like I, I had an animal I wanted to harvest, I wanted to play chess with him, try and fail and try and fail and try and fail, and I had told myself that if I don't succeed against him, I would be happy just having had the opportunity to to make several attempts at stalking him and getting in on him and uh and then I didn't get as much time doing that but I got good quality time doing other things and I just got so focused on the one thing I'm like hey man that's gonna that's that's what's affecting me like that's not cool and so I was able to self check you know, about two hours into the drive, I was able to, you know, just put myself in check. And I like that. Uh, you know, I'm not happy that I went to that place. And I don't think, I'm not going to, I'm not going to belittle being sad or something because of I wanted something selfishly. I mean, I think that's normal and natural. Uh, what's not healthy, though, is when you let that one little thing dominate an overall experience at the expense of everything else that you received and whether it's hunting or something anything else I mean I've talked about it before with my adventure races specifically that primal quest that we 
had an abysmal experience with <laughs> in uh in Tahoe for whatever reasons but um always walking away from these ultra endurance races expeditions adventures having received something so much bigger and greater than I expected going into it and whether I didn't fulfill like a couple checklist items that I had wanted or I expected if I focused on those if I focused on what I didn't receive or desire or wanted you you'd lose sight of the the tremendous gifts that the experience gave you that you never even had the foresight to expect or maybe you maybe you did but you you received you received them in ways that were much different than than you thought and I don't know I don't know why I'm talking about this out loud I haven't talked about it really to anybody it's just been sitting I came back home and Nicole was already gone oh I've been home just keeping it all in but saying it out loud feels right like it's it's obvious too you know but man some emotions can can pull you in real quick and easy and it's like yeah hey I know this I practice this every day of my life and yet I still felt trapped to it but I like being able to autocorrect you know be able to self self-recognize and um, pull myself out of it so yeah it was a it was an awesome awesome trip man but that's not what this is about this was this the conversation really was about um the recognition of putting overemphasis on something that you didn't receive and then it keeps you blind to what you did and oftentimes what you didn't receive is so much less than the benefits of what you did receive so I don't know start out with that I uh I've been I'm stuck I'm stuck on the first agreement still man it's in my head I can't get out of it I went back through the chapter and picked a couple couple paragraphs here and there and just been really really thinking about that be impeccable with your word just be impeccable with your word and the more I think about it the more in tune with what's going on in my life I feel like I am I mean I mean he even Dr. Ruzzi even says that it's the most important one it's the most powerful one and if you can master that it's the hardest one to master and just having the awareness and the thought and the the mental intellectual gymnastic routine that I'm going through with it is I feel is having a profound effect on happiness perspective who I want to be and that um so I'm kind of still stuck there and it, and, it, and it's led me over the past week 28 hours of driving um has led me to think about like well I'm being triggered by a few other things in the world in the real world right okay, the real world what's the real world I think I feel like a tool saying in the world oh no the real world it's all real yeah I'm a tool take that out of my language but um yeah, I've been triggered with a few things and thinking about it and it's like yeah hey I don't want to be like that person I don't want to be like that person I don't want that I don't want this and it led me to think like I want to have a conversation with my kids right now I want to talk to them about like what legacy all this focus on trying to artificially create some legacy you know and cute quotes here and there and never you know it, it's compounded with 
my issues of a little bit of self-doubt or uncertainty or not feeling good enough or whatever it is and I just started thinking about about it like what's the legacy that I want to leave behind and I was okay so so I'm bouncing all over the place today uh Nicole sent me a podcast it's on the um I think it's on the Y app it's a it's the it's the waking up app it's a Sam Harris thing um and he had a guest on David White and I listened to this featured content on that waking up app it's Sam Harris interviewing David White and I was blown away I listened to it twice I fast forwarded through the first half because it was ah, the first 10 minutes 15 minutes it was kind of hard the second time to try to listen to that through again but talking about vulnerability and words and poetry and what we accept and what we don't accept and it just it it was a cool parallel to this first agreement and I probably spent the next 10 hours in the car driving thinking about my legacy why are we so driven why is all of all the influence you get around business and entrepreneurial spirit and leadership and what's your legacy what's your legacy and it's so forced I just after listening to this I'm thinking yeah you know what uh for me maybe not everybody's driven uh made this way or worked this way but I was thinking yeah you know what I want to be my legacy is is I want people to think oh yeah Tosh that guy like Man, he was a super, he was just a super kind, honest, trustworthy, dependable, you know, person. And it's so much different than, oh, I want to invent this, or I want to make millions, or I want to do that, or I need to, you know, drive this, drive that. Uh, in terms of having some sort of accomplishments I was gonna say tangible accomplishments but those don't it doesn't necessarily have to be tangible either you know but having a list of accomplishments versus having a set of characteristics and descriptors of who you are as a whole person I don't want to be measured by my accomplishments I want to be I want to be thought about of who I am as a human being just trying trying to sort things out, think about things, respectful, appreciative of multiple perspectives, bouncing things off of what what I value and what I believe because I've I'm I'm sorting out who I want to be in the hopes of becoming somebody so that I can say this is who I am. And that's that's the legacy I want. Oh man, that guy, he's he willing to help anybody out. He's firm and he's fair. You know, he's dependable. You can count on him. He's trustworthy, honest, kind, you know? And I started saying, okay, cool. Like, you started identifying all those things. So I'm going through this. This is like a, in my head. It'd be cool to write it down and record it and build up something out of it, but I'll leave that for you. But um, then I said, oh, hey, cool. It's easy to say what, it's easy to say who I want to be, what I want to be known for. Well, how about, how about just flipping that over and talking about what I don't want to be? 
What do I not want to be known for? I don't want to be self-absorbed. I don't want to be greedy or selfish or ignorant. I don't want to be prejudiced. Start thinking about those things. And then it, it, it really helps. It puts the... Well, we tend to think, me, I, I tend to think of things in one term, but you can think about the same thing in a different term, almost like as an opposite. And it gives, I, I, sometimes it just has greater value or effect, impact. I just started thinking about all that. And the cool thing is that conversation in my head, it's maybe I'm just sort of from the, from the four agreements, from reading that first, the first agreement and being so stuck on it. And, I'm just so much more aware. And I think about like all the social media that's out there, even the regular media with reporting and the way that people are acting. I'm so sad. I'm really actually really, really sad for our country. I'm blaming anybody, but the, the actions of different people and how they lash out and aggressively talk and treat each other, it's just not healthy. You know, it's it's no one individual. It's just a it's an indicator. It's a signal of something that's deeper. And the attention seeking. It's like yeah, they. You know, when I look at government, and I, I, growing up, I had always thought like, oh wow, it's like our Congress. You know, our government, the elected seat. Like those guys are professionals. Those guys are really what's in the best interest for our country, and they can be passionate about what they want, but they're. They hold themselves with dignity and respect and they exude confidence and healthy debate and discussion because it's in the best interest of the greater good and the only way we're going to find out what's in the best interest for the greater good is through exploring differences of opinion from, from respectful positions. And I just get so sad at the media. I get so sad because of our government officials. And it's like, hey, this isn't what, this isn't what I would want. And it, and it's not fair. I'm trying not to be judgmental, because I'm not in their shoes to know what they're dealing with. And but it's just like, man, I don't ever want to be that way. I don't ever want to be that way. I'm just a simple, simple American, commoner. And these are the people that we're supposed to look up to to lead our country in the way they act. And I know I don't. I would never want to act that way ever I don't want to be known I don't want to leave that legacy behind and uh, I do I do believe that if you focus on the right half of the equation the second half will will come true you focus on the, the second half of the equation and it doesn't mean that you got there because the first half is necessarily true, just, or righteous, you know, I don't, the manipulation, um, I don't know, but, yeah, my legacy, like, I want to tell my kids, like, hey, don't, don't fall into that trap, stand tall, think, think for yourself, the whole world is all, the, the whole world is telling you what you have to do, what you're supposed to think about, what you're supposed to be, what direction you should go, what you're supposed to think. I probably said that. It's redundant. And it's like, yeah, I don't. No, no, no. They, they want 
it should be the other way around. Like, just the education process is written that way. And then I think I think it's just even confused when when educators who we've entrusted our our children with decide that they're going to shape their opinions and give them shape our children's opinions by giving them their opinions. That sounds weird. I know what I'm trying to say. The educator gives our children their opinions. They make them very opinionated. They're narrow because they continue to share what they hope they believe instead of providing a series or a couple sets of different ways of thinking and getting our kids to our children the tools, the information, and then the excitement to figure out who they want to be and what they value and believe in to balance off these opinions and create their own opinions. That is a mess. How oh, that just came out. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what I'm trying to say, then I guess you just don't know. I'll try to clean that up. I don't want my teachers telling my kids what to think. I talked about it before. I don't tell my kids what to think. I try to teach them how to think. I try to show them how to resource information and facts or figures or whatever it is. And I try to get them to know what questions to ask so that they can form their own thoughts and opinions and bounce them off of what they believe in, you know? I don't want to be, yeah, that's what I, I want my legacy to be that, that, that that's the way that, hey, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a great thinker. I don't look at myself as a great thinker. I would never put my chest out and suggest that. I'm having these same questions and confusions that everybody else, not everybody else, but hundreds, millions of people are most likely having themselves. And they either don't have a voice or an opportunity to, to communicate them out loud or they don't have a support structure or the mechanisms to be able to explore them on their own or with somebody else or they're just being suppressed so so actively you know it's wild blows my mind but yeah I don't want to be I don't want to be any of that man Chris and I were texting back and forth and uh, he said something different contexts but I, I started thinking about it in terms of all this and he says he says he's just coming to the fact that he wants to embrace that his story is good enough you know embracing that his story is good enough and it hit me hit me pretty hard I'm not a good enough guy I don't like good enough is the word I don't I don't like that phrase We've talked about it in a couple podcasts before. I'm back in the box, probably. But the spirit of what's being said, you know, and that leads me to think, okay, so what is my story? What is my story? Not, and when I say, hey, so what's your story? Oh, well, I'm, I came from here, I did this, and I did that, and I graduated here, and I work there. That's not the story that I'm thinking about list of accomplishments and accolades or accreditations that's not yeah my story is good enough I've made some mistakes learned from them I'm not particularly full of 
full of pride or joy for some of the mistakes that I've made. But, you know, hey, I also don't want to be held accountable for my entire life for a mistake that I made either. I don't want to dismiss it. And what that does is it drives me to treat others the same way, you know. Ah, so-and-so made a mistake. So-and-so caused a, a grievance against me or a slight. And, hey, keep learning to forgive, you know, trying to forget, learning to forgive. I still got to learn how to forgive correctly, entirely. Man, that's a tough thing, right? Tough thing. And it's funny, the, it t- says, it's like, when you, you have to accept the hurt for it to hurt. If you don't accept the hurt, you know, it's, wow, it's powerful. I, I don't accept that. It's been good. And then the second agreement is actually um, not to take things personal. And I think about that a lot. How many things in life get me riled up and I start taking things personal because I'm sensitive. I'm a sensitive guy. And I stop and I think, well, I've done that same thing before, but it wasn't intended. You know, sometimes it just happens out of ignorance or or just... um, it wasn't even on a radar. I'm not. I can't think of the right word. Not ignorance, but um, uh, absence of thought, or unaware. You get so absorbed in something else that you don't even mean it. You know, it comes back to intent. Hey, was that person's intent to to cut me off? No, most likely wasn't. It most likely was that they didn't see me, or that they forgot that they needed to check a mirror or that they they needed to go right and they were in the wrong lane and they didn't know you know what I mean it wasn't a, it wasn't meant as an insult to me and when I start thinking about that man I, I just feel like a better person when I can auto correct and I just gotta you just gotta continue to force yourself to practice 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 these things and then they become habits and patterns and it becomes who you are same thing on the flip side you know you start practicing giving people the finger and, and cussing them out and taking things personal and you keep repeating that that becomes that becomes who you are and on both sides whether trending up or trending down just because of who you are doesn't mean that that's a indelible stamp forever like that doesn't it's not just embossed it's a for a slice in time that's going to continue to be who you are until you make a choice and actively work to correct it or fix it or change it or evolve it, you know. So I started out talking about I don't know what. And it's really good. It feels good. It feels good. What's my legacy? I want to I wanna tell my kids to focus first on building strong character. Jordan Peterson talks about that. That's everything. Character is everything everything just be somebody that's dependable trustworthy kind with your words just super selective with what you communicate and how you have the uh, uh, an ability to inflict harm through what you communicate you know and uh, yeah man there's a dude that made some mistakes but he tries really hard and he wants really hard to do these things so, anyways, hope you guys are having a good week. The two uh, 
the two things that I wanted to offer was that that podcast, uh, the Waking Up app. It's Sam Harris, and he interviewed David White. Uh, I, I, I want to look at more. The deal is, is though, it's like a hundred dollar subscription for a year. It's a meditation app or something. Not not, not interested in it. But there's some great content. There's got to be a way for me to Google it and find it. You know, my seven-day trial is over, so I was only able to listen to that thing twice. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna spend a hundred bucks. But uh, and then the other thing was that conversation that Chris, a quote that Chris had told me. Just he's working on embracing that his story is good enough. I like both of those together with uh, this first agreement stuff. And um, it has nothing to do, by focusing on the one side of the equation, has nothing to do or suggest that I'm not ambitious. And you can chase ambition with, 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 with a story that I'm trying to, to write for myself, you know? With a story that I'm trying to write for myself that I've, I've just talked about. I can still be ambitious and I can do it a certain way. I might get to the end. I might get to the end zone or I might get to the finish line or wherever we're going slower, slower than everybody else. But it'll, I think it'll be more timeless. You can only fake your bullshit for so long and you're going to get called out. You know, you can only fake it. You can only pretend so long, but you know, you know. I just, I just really tried really hard. I'm going to be successful to not say like four names right now because I want to call them out <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And it feels good. All right, man. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks again for everybody.